Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. North preview, Nate. Uh, division odds, as we looked at the AFC East, it looks like there's a pretty clear winner with the AFC North. It's a little more tight. Uh, you have the Ravens at plus 115 as the odds-on favorite to win the AFC North, but the Browns uh, at plus 150 right behind them. Steelers plus 500. Uh, and then you have the Bengals <laughs> at 25 to 1. But I mean, the Ravens and the Browns, it's interesting because you saw the Browns and, you know, every couple years they're they're making improvements and Baker seemingly keeps saying he's getting better and better. The team is adding better talent. Um, I, I don't know if this is the year where they finally break through and, and win that division because the Ravens are so good and they still have really good talent. But I could see the Browns with that number, not the worst team to hit for, for something like this. If you're trying to make a preseason bet on – on a division winner, the Browns at plus 150 might be a solid team to make that bet on. Yeah, I think the Browns division is intriguing. It's a team that I, I believe has a lot of upside. Maybe that one of the higher ceilings in the NFL outside of like Kansas City and Tampa Bay. But Cleveland, just a team that I think has just they built the team the right way through a strong offensive line. Uh, they have a great coach in Kevin Stefanski, assistant coaches that are well-respected. Their win total right before the draft was 9.5 for this season. So it was pretty low compared to a full game, which is a lot in the yeah. NFL. So it's been bet up to 10.5. So I, I think that win total is, is probably right just because it, it has been bet up and shaped to the, to the correct number at 10.5. Uh, the division, though, would intrigue me a little bit. Although they do start with the Chiefs on the road, and, and the division futures market is something that's always updates every week. So maybe wait a week, and if they lose to Kansas City and Baltimore wins in Las Vegas, then maybe you can get like plus 200 on the Browns or something. So I would idea. wait on the Browns division. Uh, one thing with the Browns that I thought would maybe be a, a negative indicator for them was their point differential last year was actually – in the negative. So they were basically a 500 team, maybe even under 500 team, just based on the expected wins based on the point differential. But if you look deeper in their schedule, they had three games at home in terrible weather, which kind of uh, helped out the defense, but it really made the offensive numbers uh, throughout the full season, not as good as what the offense was. So I think that there was some misleading stuff there. Plus, late in the season, in the game where the uh, the Jets beat them uh, late in the year to ruin their chances at, at one of the games to ruin their chances for Trevor Lawrence, the Browns literally didn't have any wide receivers on the roster because they were all in COVID protocol. So 
I think if you kind of nitpick some stuff from the schedule that were complete outliers, the Browns actually were a, a better team than their uh, point differential indicated. And now you have a, a super smart coach in Stefanski, a great offensive line, a lot of weapons around Baker Mayfield. The defense made a lot of improvements through free agency in the draft, improvements that really were needed if they wanted to take the next, next step. I think the Browns are going to be a, a really exciting team this year. And, and with the, some of the Chiefs problems on their offensive line when it comes to injuries they're going through in training camp, taking the Browns plus six in week one is a, is a bet that I'm going to definitely consider making, just expecting that maybe when we're looking back in a few weeks and we see that, or a few weeks after that game, and we're saying, wow, we could have got the Browns at plus six, that line should have been like three and a half. So I think there's a, a chance in week one to capitalize on the Browns. Uh, plus the points in week one, but also waiting out to see how the division uh, goes and, and betting that division future. Maybe if it gets over plus 150, if they lose in week one and the Ravens win. Yeah, I like it. And if you're looking at win totals and even, I think the move is if they do lose to the Chiefs week one, hit their division winning odds after that. Because, I mean, you look at strength of schedule, which I think is a pretty good indicator of, of how teams are going to do. The Ravens have the second hardest schedule in the entire NFL. And the, Brown, the Browns are a top team in strength of schedule. I think they're nine. But of, they're behind of, They're behind a team uh, that has a very different yeah. schedule. Yeah, in terms so, of strength of schedule easiness based on, like, the, the forecasted win totals, the Browns have one of the easiest schedules uh, in the NFL. And the Ravens are an above-average uh, tough schedule. So the, the Browns, something that we have talked about is their extra 17th game is against the Arizona Cardinals, while the Ravens' extra game is against the Rams, the Steelers' extra game against the Seahawks, the Bengals against the 49ers. And if you look back at the NFC West, the Cardinals uh, for the Browns, uh, the, they're the by far the not by far but they are the you know worst projected team in the nfc west plus the browns play a third place schedule because they were behind the steelers and ravens last year so the schedule sets up well for the browns it set up well last year in terms of strength of schedule and i think it very much looks like it will will this year so i'm, I'm looking forward to the cleveland browns and especially seeing if baker mayfield can take the next step because right now there's it's really sets up uh well for him in terms of the offensive environment and then a defense that should be better. Another young quarterback in the division with Lamar Jackson for the Ravens, who are the division favorite, as we mentioned, at plus 115. Their win totals at 11, juices on the under, minus 120, um, and a lot of spots for the under 11 for the Ravens. Um, and this is another teammate where COVID hit them last season, uh, and they're obviously a team that feeds off that crowd in Maryland. So, I, like, you, you look at the Ravens and you look at what they usually bring to the table and you know Lamar and his ability and what he can do during a normal season. Um, and you had the last season where, you know, it seemed like defenses kind of figured him out a little bit more as they always do in the NFL after a breakout star happens. So this may be the year where hopefully he makes some adjustments. Harbaugh helps him out to, to improve his game. And maybe we see the Ravens take off once again for this season. Yeah, I hate to be short here just because it's a team that's one of the favorites in the uh, in the AFC, but it, it really comes down to Lamar Jackson, and I'm not really sure what to make of them because it really the whole team success revolves around him, and we've seen him being very good in the regular season. I know last year the team had some COVID issues, which 
hurt them in the hurt them, but then once they got healthy, they ended up making the playoffs. But they also had a very easy schedule down the stretch. So I'd expect this is a huge season from Lamar from a Ravens success standpoint, and also he's due uh, in the contract extension. His rookie's rookie deal is coming up, so it's a it's a big year for the Ravens. Um, week one against the Raiders. I'm not a big fan on the Raider, of the Raiders. I think the Ravens running attack could have a lot of success there. So one of the bets I have eyed is is laying the four or four and a half with the, the Ravens that first Monday night game. But in terms of season long uh, statistics and, and outlook, I'm not really sure what to make of the Ravens until we know what Lamar Jackson actually is and if he's going to be closer to the MVP yeah. award he won or if some defenses have figured him out and can really stack the box and make him throw outside the numbers. So you have the Steelers, plus 500. Ben Roethlisberger has been uh, – he was trending on Twitter a couple days ago, too, based on his performance. Uh, he played the entire yeah. first half of their preseason game, so he's getting the reps that young guys get at the uh, old age that he is. What are we expecting from him? Because he seems like he's back better than ever, a guy who's hungry for uh, for getting a win and doing well. What are we expecting from uh, from Big Ben this season? That's a good question. Uh, he really <laughs> kind of looked his age uh, towards the end of last season. And, and another question with the Steelers is the offensive line. It's an offensive line that used to be a strength of the team. Now it's one of the weaknesses. Uh, they think that they maybe solved the running game by drafting a, a running back in the first round and Najee Harris, but I'm not sure if that's going to solve their running game woes because if the Steelers can't run the ball, Big Ben might struggle a lot this year in terms of uh, being in obvious passing down situations and uh, teams being able to pass rush and send uh, send a blitz against Big Ben, and he might not do so well. So I actually don't really have m- many high hopes for Big Ben, and I think it's pretty telling that <laughs> this team started the season last year 11-0, and and now their win total is 8.5 with juice on the under. So they're projected, or they're a, a slight favorite, basically, to go under 500, and this was a team that won their first 11 games last year. So I think that the Steelers are in for uh, – uh, not a great year and the only thing kind of keeping me off wanting to bet under eight and a half on them is just historically they're always even at their worst they're 500 in the season when big Ben got hurt and it was mason rudolph and duck hodges in 2019 they still Ooh. won eight games and almost pushed on their on their win total so it's a team that might not be so pretty on paper but they're always seem to win the kind of some of those toss-up games just based on uh, some some defensive turnovers and and we'll see if they can continue their their turnover pace because they are a team that do force a lot of a lot of turnovers and we'll see if that is uh, sustainable. I'm not sure if it is. Uh, so for me, the Steelers are kind of a complete pass under or nothing. Uh, maybe as we see in Week One, catching seven in Buffalo, there could be some point spread value on them if the market is super low on them. And if you do have an opinion on the Steelers higher than me, maybe there's going to be ways to bet on them. But I think that that win total indicates a lot that we need to know about the team. Finally, we have the Bengals at 25 to one to win the division. Win total six and a half. Juice on the under. Joe Burrow time in Cincinnati. Do uh, do we believe in him to do it? 
to get over six and a half wins. I know most people, obviously Vegas thinks he's going to get the under in the win total. But again, this is a young team, still learning. Bro, I mean, he's shown he can be special in some some ways. And, you know, there's other times where he very much looks his age. In terms of Joe Burrow? Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, I like Joe Burrow a lot and have some good memories of his 2019 season at LSU in terms of betting on sports and, and betting on college football. <laughs> yeah. But we're asking his team to win seven games to go over their win total, and their head coach, Zach Taylor, in two seasons, 6-25-1. I think he's one of the least qualified head coaches out there. He was – the Rams' wide, assistant wide receiver coach and then their quarterback coach in 2018. And just because he was close and, and in the same circles as Sean McVay, the Bengals, a notoriously cheap franchise, decided to hire him as their head coach just because he was, uh, he was basically at a bargain. So I don't trust the coaching staff at all. Joe Burrow coming off a horrific knee injury last year, and they didn't really they, – they added – pieces of their offensive line, but I really don't think they did enough uh, passing on Penny Sewell at fifth overall to draft a third wide receiver in Jamar Chase. Obviously, he's going to be a more than a, a third wide receiver, but a, like another starting wide receiver when they already have T. Higgins and, and Tyler Boyd. So I really do not like the where this direction of the Bengals team is. They have a young quarterback off a serious knee injury, and they didn't, and they didn't do enough to protect him in this offseason. So I really like the Bengals under six and a half here. This is going to be a bet for me. I, I I know that Joe Burrow has a lot of potential, but I'm I'm worried about him early in the season. And it is a tough division with the Ravens and Browns. And even though I am down on the Steelers, they're historically always around 500. So if they win eight or nine games, uh, you'd have to th- think that just that division is going to be very tough because the the Browns and and Steelers or sorry Browns and and Ravens are projected to win double digits. So Bengals under six and a half is going to be a bet for me this season. Um, if, if Zach Taylor can, and he has six career wins in two seasons, I don't think he's going to get seven <laughs> yeah. in one season, especially because these offensive line issues are persisting. And I know the, there's a lot of problems going on with the Minnesota Vikings, but one bet I'm also eyeing this season is the, or for week one, that is, Vikings minus three and a half against the Bengals, thinking that the Bengals offensive line is going to really struggle against the Vikings defense that I expect to improve greatly. Vikings did not win their must win preseason game, Nate. So that was no. disappointing for me. That was weird. <laughs> that was that was it was a weird game. No offensive touchdown was scored. Yeah, and the and the odds, the line move in that game was was very strange. But yeah, let's um, we don't need to talk about preseason because uh it was the AFC North portion of the show, and uh, neither team was from the AFC North. But, yeah, for me in this division, I like the Browns, their long-term future for this season, maybe week one betting on them. I also like the Ravens in week one against the Raiders, things I'll finalize later on, and we're depending, and we'll see if the line moves in on any of those games. But definitely a bet for me when it comes to win totals, Bengals under 6.5. All right, so that was our AFC North preview. 